Yeah, that sounds great. Right, so we're recording. So, yeah, we can go from there, really. So it depends on what you want to talk about, but I'm, I'm super easy. I just want to see and, yeah, hear how you are and what you've been up to. <laughs> yes, I'm actually really good. So <laughs> I just uh, came back from Siberia with Simone and I was expecting a much colder experience there, but at the end it was really nice and it's always um, also nice to to see how your body is working in in this kind of strange or unusual condition for you or uh, maybe bad condition but hmm. at the end you come back with a very very good experience and this uh, or to survive in in this cold because the the lowest temperature we got was minus uh, 4750 what? and uh, yeah and this was in the city so um after my after here back home i i thought okay now i know my my body is still working at minus 4750 so no more cold problem in the future <laughs> so Simone said that it was actually it was a bit different because you you guys flew into uh, where did you fly into Moscow, and yes, then, exactly. but then you had to take an internal flight, which internal flights are usually shorter. But then, weren't you flying for another seven hours, and then you had to take snowmobiles, you had to take, you know, skiing, reindeers. What was the what was the trip over to? I suppose where you started the expedition. What was that like? Yeah, for me it was uh, very nice because we had to do three flights and the third one was with an Anton of 24. So it was a really like an old machine. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was really a, a, a big experience to fly with this kind of airplane because it's really old and uh, the seats are like nearly falling down and it's <laughs> all like... Uh, yeah, it's really... Um, strange to fly there with this with this machine but and then when we arrived to the airport it's not that they took our luggage and they they put it into the into the airport or the or a house but they just throw it next to the airplane and <laughs> everybody had, had to take his own luggage yeah wow and if you because like because last time we spoke properly you were you were finishing your helicopter license so are you now qualified are you can 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 you fly? Yeah, yeah. Now I I did the private and commercial license in America in Brownfield Airport near the Mexican border. It was the flight school of Simone Powell Altitude Helicopters. Mm. And then I I came here and now it was when it was maybe two months ago. I did my conversion of the private license here in, in Italy or in Europe because it's very hard or very a long work to, to get also the commercial license here because you need to start from zero. You need to do all the, the written tests again. Yeah. And I said, no, for now, I'm just, I just want to fly and so I, I just needed to do two um, exams and then I just needed to do five hours of uh, flight training and then the exam of flying of pilot 
piloting, and so now I'm also private pilot. Amazing. Helicopter in Europe, and yeah. So what are you? Then I never flew again. Yeah. That's so good. Well, I suppose it's a great experience, and then if you do want to use it in the future, it's something that you can that you can do and you can use. So I suppose, what are you thinking about using it for? Flying, you know, flying flying people, flying friends, or flying as a business, or will you will you fly as part of an expedition that you do, or what do you want to use it for? Hmm. To be honest, I don't know it right now because for now, the mountaineering is my yeah, all yeah. I want to do right now and to fly a little bit for pleasure. Yeah. Uh, if you want to do it for work, it's you need to really to fly a lot and you need to do the commercial license and then it's also a big mess in in terms of paper because it's not just okay now I'm piloted, now I'm flying what whatever, however, whenever I want. It's also a really it became like a paperwork as well mm. so i don't know how it's evolving i don't know how how i am evolving mm. so uh, it will bring the future cool <laughs> no, that makes sense and yeah how do you i suppose since you since you got back how do you feel did the um you know have you have you found some time to recover from the expedition out in siberia did you did you feel good during like how like you said your your body was Managed to function at you know minus forty. So is that is that something that you're that you were surprised about, or are you really happy with with how everything went and how you feel now? No, it was a good experience. I felt really good in this uh, cold condition, and I felt even more good because we had a mountain just for ourselves. So uh, from Starting from the last expedition of Panjandjunga, as well with Simone, mm. and there was a big mess with the other person in the base camp. I ended up to myself, okay, Tamara, from now on, you just go to the base camp, base camps where there are no people, hmm. because it's always a big mess there. And, you know, because I need to have peace and I have, I need to be good inside to feel good inside mm. and in this condition where i need to to care more about the stress and the other people than not to to go on the mountain or to be strong in the mountain this is not good for me so i need to really maybe to um do some other mountaineering mm. <laughs> maybe. Mm. Mm. but now when i came back i was thinking already on my next project because now I'm doing the whole traverse of the Alps with ski skis. What? And, and we will start the 17th of March in near Vienna and then we will go to Nizza. And all is like about 2,000 kilometers and maybe 85,000 meters of elevation. So it will be a big, 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 big challenge. Wow. And obviously because... You know, I've worked with you a bit, and I, I know what you like to eat and drink, and what you guys take on expeditions and things. But I suppose, yeah, for the listeners, when people grab this and 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 hear more about you, what what do you what do you take with you for that kind of challenge? You know, like your ski touring or your expeditions, because I know you're a huge fan of tea. I know you're a big fan of you know eating well, because if you eat well, you, your body, your mind feels good. 
just yeah. Uh, yeah maybe let some of the listeners know about yeah how you what what you eat and drink during and then or you know what you like to have at, at base camp or what you take with you on on expeditions and things like that yeah so now I, it's very strange because actually i have a period or a you, you i can say period yeah yeah whatever you want um no but period is like um one month or <laughs> can you understand me yeah of course so you do your thing I'm yeah, in this, I don't know, in this strange thing, that I really want to eat always fresh fruit and fresh uh, vegetables. So it's, and normally I want to eat always like sweet and, hmm. uh, you know, I, I love the sweet things, but actually it's not like that because when I go, for example, for a training with skittering, uh, skittering skis, I come back and that if my mother prepared something like sweet, like sweet rice with cinnamon, milk rice, I don't know if you know this. Yeah, of course. So I just know, mama, whether mm, I cook maybe some eggs and uh, and some salad. So mm. now I really need to have this good food. I remember when we first met, and I remember when we first met, and you were talking about sugar and things, yeah. and you know, you, you oh, you've done that's so good. Obviously, you know, you need a lot of energy, and we don't need to go into requirements for 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 you know the amount of output that you're doing, but it does make a difference. Like you said, you know, eggs and fresh food and vegetables compared to grabbing something sweet. Obviously, on the go, it's easy to take bars and things with you, you know, when you're climbing. But like you said, it's good because you know people are going to listen to this that do a lot of training and and are looking to do you know a little bit of mountain climbing trail running whatever you want to call it and yeah people always do then grab the easy eats sugary yeah. snacks so it just shows even yeah. you you know you can prepare food maybe, when you get home yeah maybe it's because now i have this big dream to cross the alps with touring skis and i know okay if i want to do this if i want to rock this big thing I need to be healthy, I need to be full of power, full of energy, and maybe that's why my my body needs to have this these good things. Mm. And um, yeah, I feel also better with my knees and so on because I I did some research on on the pain, I did some research uh, why do we have pain and since I don't care that much on my knees and on my pain, it's, it went much better. Mm. And so now I just uh, try to be healthy. And even if I have sometimes some pain, but uh, this is not a big deal because I say, okay, it's today, but tomorrow it's again good. And so I'm much more relaxed. And also I read, I wrote... Uh, no, I'm reading right now mm. a, a book from Kristen Ulmer, and he's a, or she was a professional skier in the US. She cool. was an ex, the North Face athlete. And she wrote a book about the art of fear. And I had the honor to meet her in uh, Benz in Canada. Mm. There she did an interview uh, with me uh, regarding the fear. And when she said, or she asked me about the fear, I said, no, I never feel fear. Hmm. But then after one hour, I 
I realized that I am a woman full of fear. <laughs> <laughs> and um, since I realized this, because then she she also said, okay, you need to to feel the fear. You need to see the fear like your um, friend and not your enemy, and like this. But if you have the possibility to read this book, I really um, how to say. Yeah, recommend. Yeah, cool. Well, if you I once recommend this book because it's really since I, I'm reading this, I feel much better also in my body and with my pain and everything. Because um, sometimes maybe the woman more than the man, they are afraid about things. Like for me, I discovered that sometimes I was afraid about to be uh, a woman. To feel like a real woman because I'm always with men, I'm climbing with men, I, I like to be with men because they are not so complicated than the woman. <laughs> and so maybe sometimes I, I felt inside, okay, I would maybe um, dress myself a bit more nice like a real woman, but at the same time I was afraid, oh my god, how the people will look at me and, uh, you know, it, it was really strange yeah and and uh, yeah now because I know that maybe sometimes I'm really afraid about something I just um, want to or try to love this figure yeah and life is much easier now that makes sense okay well if you after after we finish this episode if you just message me that uh, book or the link to it I can put it in the notes for everyone so when people listen to this and they go yeah. online they can see it oh that's such a good tip nice yeah. okay well I suppose sneaking back to your At your the foot of the thing of the of my uh, traverse so we got also a cook they promised us that they will bring a cook it's a project by Red Bull and um, so we we could all or we um, they said okay now you you should write us the the list what you want to eat and so on. Of course, I I made them just good things and healthy things. Cool. And then of course during the uh, the travel during the effort and the the long days because I think we will do like. Uh, 10 to 12 hours a day so it will be a big challenge for my body wow. and uh, I will try to eat I think some some fresh things as well like vegetables and fruits mm. but maybe sometimes you just need to listen to your body yeah definitely what my body wants to eat yeah yeah yeah, well, yeah I really I really try to listen every day my body what he, he, what is he telling to me? Should I uh, train or what should I train? Or better to do some meditation instead of doing one training or something like this. And I think we should return a little bit more to nature because we lost this ability to listen and to understand our own body. And this is not so nice. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. He's screaming to us. Because it was, uh, yeah, I spoke to Simone and I was asking him because obviously he's so experienced 
and he's done yeah. you know 60 expeditions and I said look if there's someone who's who's new or, or young and wants to explore and hasn't been in the outdoors very often and has sees what you do and what Tamara does and you know have you got any tips and he said you know people don't necessarily need to go out to these extreme places they just need to leave their phones at home you know take a map and just especially if we live in the UK you know places like Scotland Wales you can get you know you can get lost you can get slightly uncomfortable and it's it's not a bad thing like you said you need to get out into nature and you need to understand how your body works under you know physical stress mental stress and sometimes just give yourself a break yeah oh that's really good I think it's very necessary thing is you're someone who even though the technology and and you know everyone's staying in in touch with people online and things like that especially since you know when I first met you and I first listened to you speak on stage you just you know you and Simone especially you're just very genuine and you're very you know caring and and you both you're both interested in when someone's speaking to you I know that you're really listening and like you said there's not a lot of people these days and especially people trying to you know, like you said, make it make being in the outdoors and taking photos a job. They uh, they they lose touch with it, really, don't they? Because you know, you can go and travel somewhere to take photos and put it on Instagram, but really, you know, you you guys do the opposite. You do the expedition, and you want to be in nature. You want to be on your own, but then sometimes you you have to put a few pictures up because because of your sponsors, because you know, people well, people sometimes want to hear what you're doing because it because it's generally. You know, you're not making it up and you're not kind of uh, faking it. You are actually looking to, to go outdoors and explore and, 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 you know, push push yourself. And people want to see that sometimes. But I understand what you mean. But your page is cool. Um, I'll link to, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll let all the listeners and things, I'll send them, you know, links to your website and Instagram and things like that. But, you know, you take good photos and... Um, yeah, it's good to hear you. you yeah, but, you know, it's good, to, it's good to hear you being proud about you know, be, being being a woman and, and uh, you know, ex- exploring, exploring, I suppose, the outdoors and pushing yourself yeah, physically. Yeah, the, the woman um, theme is something, uh, especially in this year, it's, it's something really big because all the sponsors, they are speaking about the woman, the woman, the woman. 
make women stronger. We need to motivate women and like this, you know. So they put a lot of effort in in all this woman stuff. Mm. And I think it's also important because sometimes I feel when I do my slideshows that some women maybe would like to do something, but at the same time they feel not strong enough, they feel um, that they have not the ability, they feel, yeah, not like a man, they feel below the man. I just can say if a woman wants to do something, they she is able to do it because it, it's depending on what you feel in your heart, what do you have in your mind, and if you really want it with all your heart and, and you put effort in it, then you have no boundaries or you have all the chances you want. Mm. It's just that you have to, to start with the, with the thought. Mm. And then take it from there. Possible. Yeah, no, that's great. And, and and if you if you put it like that, it's simple, really, isn't it? Because if you have positive thoughts, you know, you're, you're smiling, you're you're excited. Things things are gonna things are gonna start well. And then, as as you know, you you come against barriers in the outdoors. You come against the cold. You know, having to go to the toilet in horrible places, eating food yeah. that you might not have had before. But then, as you know, it's it's how people react to those situations and i know that especially you and simone you're so experienced when you when you you know travel and and climb and and all those little things you don't let them worry you because i've heard you talk a lot and you know you you especially when you're in the outdoors in situations when people might be a bit sad or start to become very negative because you know the surroundings aren't very good you just have to have to really push on and 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 kind of enjoy being out there Really, yeah, because I um, I experienced that every moment where I was like unhappy, where I was sad, where I had problems, where I had to cry, in these situations I grew the uh, yeah I grew the most because if everything is going always just smiling, happy, well, and so on, it's it's not teaching you anything. So. Uh, the the time in my life where I was so down there, I was also depressed because of my pain of the knees, because of maybe um, the mountain was not, I, I was not successful on the, on the mountain, and this for some years, it's, of course, it's uh, doing something with yourself and with your soul, and so maybe you are, um, you have a tension inside, and you're sad, and so on, mm. but all this experiences at the end are the best things that can happen to you because only with them you will grow and you will um, learn something for your future mm. and this is really beautiful and I say something if I if I have a, a day where I'm very sad if I have to cry and so on I really like it also because I'm it's just because maybe um, yesterday I was so happy because tomorrow will be a better day. Mm. So it's just this little moment, it's just one day now uh, from time to time and then tomorrow it will be better. Yeah, that's really good. And it, no, it's, it's nice to, 
it's, I suppose, not nice. It's, it's inspiring for you to, to talk like that because there'll be a lot of people who, you know, like you said, they use exercise as, as a little bit of a release, especially if they're working full time or, you know, some people maybe the pressure um, over here in terms of running and racing and things like that, it's become so popular that everyone's always worried about finishing a race in a good time or exercising and putting photos online so like you said there it's important to do things for you really and just do what you enjoy yeah. and 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 yeah that and that's that's how you kind of I don't know just promote longevity and and yeah sometimes take the bad days and turn them turn them on their head and then the next day is going to be really good yeah and you need to be honest with you because if you're sad you're sad and everybody is uh, for everybody is possible and he or she is allowed to be sad or also like depressed or something like this because also myself I took one um, psychologist mm. because of the pain because every time when I returned from an expedition I was so down I was like in depression and I said why I need to know what and so I went to a psychologist and it's crazy because and our world is becoming something I really don't like. For example, I had one slideshow in, uh, here in the uh, city of Philip. It was really, really nice that we had um, 1,500 people watching this slideshow. Wow. And I really tried to, to show them my emotions and to show them what mountaineering is for me and what I'm feeling doing mountaineering. And everybody was nearly crying because it was very, very emotional. And so I was very happy about this evening. And then I decided to drive home. And when I drove home, I was just crying in the car because I said, okay, I'm always working for my passion. I want to go to the mountains. I need to be to make happy the sponsors and so on. I want to show to the people what mountaineering means, means to me and all these kind of things. But at the end, I'm traveling always alone. Um, I, I lost a lot of time with my parents, with my friends and so on. So this will also need some time to, to recover, you know, if you want to spend some time with your friends. At the beginning, they said, okay, but where you have been for the last five years? <laughs> like this so you you did everything for your passion but you lost a lot of other things yeah. and every time um when i'm thinking about this i'm, I'm also very sad yeah. because um we we are living in the world where we always need to be better and faster and it's always just the more the better hmm. and sometimes it's too much not everybody's like Simone Baba that he's hmm. able to do everything at the same time. Yeah, he's training every but, day, that guy, doesn't he? Push-ups, sit-ups, yeah, running. He's, he's like 50. It's more, it's more like all these kind of events and slideshows and all these um, other things we have to do, no? Yeah. So we have to travel a lot. Sometimes we have uh, some things, not only one meeting, but some meetings during one day, and um, it's not, it's really something beautiful, but it's, at the same time, it's a really hard work also, to, yeah. to, ha to find the money to do the mountaineering, yeah. and 
yeah, at the end we need to be honest. We need to say, okay, I feel not good with this. I'm, I don't want to feel all this stress. I need to be more relaxed. And white people always need to be better and faster and more beautiful and something like this. It's it's something, it uh, which has never an end. And where can go with all this stress and pressure and so on? It's uh, I don't know what will happen in five years. Mm. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, it is. No, yeah. When you put it like that, it's exactly that, isn't it? It's the as 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 we have more and more access, and you know, to be able to film and, and document all these things, and you know, people want to see all these uh, short films and snaps of really intense, you know, outdoor activity. When actually, like you said, sometimes it's a slog. It's hard. You're tired, and um, you know that's real life. But people, yeah, that isn't exciting for people to hear. But the good the good thing is with podcasts like this and you know having conversations and and people you know meeting people like yourself at events like when we met at the north face festival and stuff it's good to it's good to get into contact when it's just generally you know it's it's you and it's and it's not kind of all media and all you know throwing everything at 100 miles an hour because it's uh you know people are really going to appreciate your honesty with this with this bit of chat because um it just shows that you're human at the end of the day and it and, it, and i suppose it inspires it inspires a lot of people who maybe don't think they're good enough to to walk up a hill or you know go go travel and try to climb some kind of mountain you know it's how long have you how long have you been doing this i suppose that's quite a good question to end on like what you know you obviously haven't just started doing these expeditions out of nowhere you've you've had to practice and train and fail for most of your life haven't you yeah i started with ski touring when i was 14 and then in 2009 with 22, I started to do high altitude um, climbing. So um, it was, I think it's life school for me yeah. going to the mountain. But it's, I think everybody can have this in, in different hobbies or in the work or something like this. But this problem is not only for me, the, the one we spoke before, but it's also um, in in the work or in the everyday life of all the people, no? We yeah. every, everybody needs to be good and the best. Yes. Yeah. I think sometimes it's very depressing. So I I think that we should all have the, the power to take some time for us and to, yeah, to do whatever we like in this time. Maybe to do some sport, to do some meditation, to just, um, I don't know, walk outside to breathe fresh air because mm. we need to have some space for us mm. not only to produce to sell to i don't know definitely yeah no definitely at the end if every single human being is happy or satisfied then he can also transmit this feeling um in his uh neighborhood or how to say it yeah, to community. To the other people. And so it's it's really nice because if you have uh, a smile on your face, hmm. it's immediately contagious on the other person, no? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I loved how when I, when I stayed with you guys and we did some work together last year, I liked how your routine in the morning of having a breakfast and sitting and talking, I really enjoyed that. So you're, you know, you're a big fan of starting off the day in a in a in a really good way, aren't you? With waking up and yeah. and having a nice breakfast. What's your yeah. What's your favorite breakfast at the moment? What are you enjoying? Mm, 
and yeah it's, it's really good I feel much more powerful with this smoothie and then what a piece of bread with maybe butter and the coffee good yeah oh the coffee that we had last year was so good oh that's yeah. awesome alright well I'll um Tomorrow, look, this has been amazing. I won't take up any more of your time, but I suppose, yeah, if people want to find out more about you, what you do, you know, your, your ski touring that's coming up, where, where can people follow that or, or read about you? You know, I've, I've got your book and it's wonderful, you know, but there's a few people that probably don't know that, you, that, you know, you're a writer and, and, you know, they might not know where you are online. So if you just let everyone know, I suppose, where they can find out more about you really and what you're doing. Yeah, so I have my homepage, TamaraLunger.com, uh, and then I have my Facebook as well, TamaraLunger, and my Instagram account, TamaraLunger. So uh, during the, the traverse, for sure, I will keep you updated about our effort and about our... <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So how um so how how far is it again? So you so you basically what's what's the route and then what's the distance and you're gonna be you're gonna be pretty much moving for ten hours a day. You said. Yeah. So we will start from Vienna and uh, going to Nizza. Yeah. It will be more or less about two thousand kilometers and about um eighty five uh yeah eighty five thousand vertical meters. Wow. And uh, yeah, where we have snow, we will go, um, of course, on ski touring skis. And where we will find no snow, we will just walk or run or <laughs> whatever yeah. we, are, we are able to. Yeah, good. Oh, I'm so glad your knees better, <clears throat> and that you're feeling good. Yeah. And yeah, today, yeah, today was oh, it was it was it was so nice. I didn't know which what direction you know we'd go with this conversation, and I'm so glad we didn't just speak about all of all of your expeditions and and you know some of your more exciting kind of uh, trips and things it's good for everyone to hear you know you and and what you know what you do and how you feel on a daily basis so yeah thanks very much and oh be, i can't wait to to follow what you're doing and then yeah everyone else that's listening and things obviously i'll link everything in the show notes and the bio and stuff and uh, yeah definitely reach out to tomorrow and give her some good luck for uh, for her trip thank you <laughs>